We have just finished a tumultuous election, and among other things, it has revealed over a long stretch of time how people strive for power. It's the history of our country. It's the history of our world. There is a constant struggle for power and control of people in politics, in business, and indeed in personal relationships oftentimes. Today's feast causes us to reflect upon the different kinds of power and how people use the power that we have. Sometimes we can use power to dominate people, to manipulate them. But we can use our power in positive ways to teach, to heal. For example, I can surrender the power that I have to my well-trained doctor in areas of my health and well-being. What kind of power does God have? Is it the kind that causes everything to happen in my life, good and bad? After all, we know that God is all-powerful. Or does Jesus, who is Lord and God, show us yet today another kind of power, especially in the gospel that we just heard? This feast of Christ the King that we have today gives us the opportunity to think about power and to lay aside a lot of the cultural baggage that comes with the power that we see in the world today and to see how Jesus Christ can be true king of our earthly lives. He literally turns power inside out. Paul, in another hymn, in Philippians, says, Jesus did not cling to divine power, but was willing to place it aside and humble himself and become one of us, accepting even death on a cross. This whole concept of kingship in our mindset seems a bit outdated and difficult, especially living in a democracy where everyone is considered to be equal and free. In past ages, kings always ruled by divine edict. In fact, like in the Roman Empire, the emperor or king was considered to be divine. He was considered to be someone who you worshipped. That's why the early Christians got in so much trouble, because they did not worship the emperor or the king. In fact, at first, God would not even give Israel a king because God was to be their king. And the Jews understood that the Messiah was to be God's anointed king who would restore paradise and bring God's reign of peace once again upon the earth. Many had hoped that Jesus would be this longed-for Messiah, but little did they understand the kind of kingship that he would be. Jesus came to deliver us from the worst kind of tyranny possible. Really, he did. What is that tyranny? The tyranny is the tyranny of sin, guilt, and the wages of sin, which is death. Jesus came to be the conqueror, really the conqueror of our hearts. 
and to establish his imperishable kingdom, which is a kingdom not ruled by force and fear, but a kingdom of justice, love, and peace ruled by his Holy Spirit. In Jesus' early part of his ministry, Satan tempted Jesus in the wilderness. And remember, he offered him all the kingdoms of the world and all power. This is Satan's power. And we still see it rearing its ugly head. And it's still a great temptation. This is precisely why Jesus came to overthrow this power. And Jesus knew the way to his victory was submission to his Father's will, which was to lay down his life for us. Today's gospel is only recounted in the Gospel of Luke, this dialogue between the two thieves. One mocked Jesus for his claim to divine kingship. But the other recognized through the eyes of faith that Jesus truly was God's king and savior. And he petitioned Jesus to treat his poor soul with mercy and pardon. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus not only granted him forgiveness, but a place in his kingdom. Truly I say to you, this day, this very day you will be with me in paradise. And what we have to wrap our heads and hearts around is that um, Jesus' kingship radically recast this whole concept of power. And he shares with us the hopelessness that oftentimes comes into our lives. He was born into a, into a life of powerlessness. Remember how he was born? Powerless in a poor stable. And he dies this way. He dies in the worst possible kind of way on a cross. Why? So that when these kinds of moments happen in our lives, and they do, they come upon all people in their lives. It's sometime in their lives. So that we can have, when those things happen to us, a source of hope and life in our lives. The thief says, remember me when you come into your kingdom. In other words, get me out of this mess. Get me out of this mess I'm in. And Jesus gives him this royal pardon immediately. Not sometime, sometime in the future, but in this moment. And this is unlike anything that has ever hit the face of the earth. And continues, not just in the past, but in our time as well. That's why our Holy Father this past year has declared this to be been a year of mercy. And it doesn't end today, but we have immersed ourselves in it so that we can experience it and continue to live out of it with our lives. So we pray this year that we have been able to become more attuned to it and live by it. In the midst of all the power that surrounds us and that we come up against, it's very difficult to be like Jesus powerless. In fact, we still continue to oftentimes cling to power and symbols of power and violence today and respond to violence with more violence as we, as we witness the great proliferation of violence everywhere. 
There's no neighborhood or community that's exempt from it. So the question on this Feast of Christ the King is, what ruler and kingdom do I belong to with my life? What do I choose? Each kingdom is ruled by one Lord and one master. The Lord Jesus is the true light of the world. And then we have the false Messiah, one who rules over us with false promises, lies, and lots of temptations. If we follow the Lord Jesus, he will open our eyes to the light of his truth. If we follow the course set by the ruler of the present world, it's a path to destruction and more death. So the question on this Feast of Christ the King, which kingdom will we serve and to which do we belong? Like the good thief, we pray this day for the grace to turn to the Lord Jesus. Here we can become citizens of his kingdom and heaven, which is ruled by peace and love. And so is the Lord Jesus, the true king, the master and ruler of my life.